0: Are ready, kids? I,
1: I, Captain. I can't hit. <laughs>
2: There, ladies. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening the podcast. I'm your captain, Jim Bob Oval Shorts, and tonight we've got a very interesting episode planned for you. I have made mention before in the past that I stand up for and am an advocate for the blood-stained men. I'm sure you've seen them on the side of the road, the guys in the white pants. Some of them wear cowboy hats and stuff like that, but they wear white pants with a big blood-stained crotch on their on their center of their pants and people tend to make fun of them they don't understand and such like that and when i try to explain it i sound like a crazy rambling pirate as i normally do so it doesn't tend to go the route that you think that it goes when i'm trying to explain it so i reached out to the bloodstained men and they totally sent me their spokesman harry who is a totally fantabulous fellow, one of the nicest guys I think I have ever met since starting this podcast. And you know we're going to kind of give you guys a rundown on an education of why being intact is better than being mutilated by a system that doesn't care about you you know i i know i turn a lot of things conspiratorial and a lot of things about natural being natural and stuff like that and these are all true and i think this is a big aspect of it as well on top of the fact of being a big portion of men's rights and human rights on the entire spectrum you know this is a form of something man and i just feel like it's very important to educate you guys and harry seems like the guy that's going to be able to do it of course you guys know that as normal we'll have all that good stuff for this episode and how everything goes with it at not only with each episode depending on where you catch it at of course on whatever app or streaming service you use but we also tend to have everything that goes along with it over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com <laughs> shoot oh well uh, <laughs> excuse me i apologize there um when you get over there to unconstitutionalawakening.com you hit the podcast and more section and that's where you can check out four episodes of the show and also answer those questions to get yourself One of those awesome Unconstitutional Awakening the podcast stickers, man. We're giving them away uh, each episode. So you guys go over there and sign up. We'll make sure that we get a handle for you because that's just what we're doing right now is trying to share the love and maybe get our name out there a little bit more. While you guys are over there, you can find the links to get back to where you can watch it if you just listen or where you listen if you just watch it. And you can totally listen while you're there on the website. (laughs) We've also got the uh, link to get yourself some of this sweet unconstitutional awakening merch, fancy. I've always got a different one on, and that's because there's so many different things to get there. So you guys make sure you get over there and get something. You're, you can also get you some of these stickers if you'd like, man. There's all kinds of good stuff there, and everything that you spend goes directly to helping make this site go on and make this show go on. Because, hey, man, we're self-funded, and the only way it's going to happen is if you guys keep supporting us the way that you are. So I appreciate each and every single one of you out there in the, all over the world, giving us that love and support. Another way you can show me some of that support and show us some of that love is go over there and check out our friends in Liberty, like Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, ClassicalLearner.com, and Homeschools Connected, as well as Pure Pet Wellness. All these folks are offering alternatives to the garbage that we're being fed and forced down our throat on a natural basis and these guys are totally doing the opposite there's also links to get back to us at social media like captain conspiracy and the freedom pirates on facebook as well as defeat the media and then all of our separate weird places can totally be found back over here in the host section man go over there and give everybody some love man follow find your favorite host and follow them if you'd like or don't you're not being detained that's not how we roll around here but I think it's about time to weigh anchor and uh, set sail on this episode. So, let's get going. Go. So good evening, everybody. As I was saying, you know, I've got some awesome things planned for you this evening, and I've got Neptune with me, and we have, and I'm again, we talked about this beforehand, sir. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to say it wrong, but he is who responded to me when i emailed the bloodstained men to come on over here and his name i know him now as harry but again he said his name earlier but you guys know that i i destroy names so we're just not even going to go there tonight
0: yeah harry gearmond gearmond is the easy way to say it just thank you sir like gears and man gearmond yeah
2: I, i'll be i can spell it all day but i will oh man if you did catch any of our earlier episodes you probably heard me. They they like to pick at me because I I, I butcher names and I have a million uh, internet tabs up for the world to see when I go to share screen. And they're like, "What is this guy doing?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I am I'm so excited to have you here tonight, man. So I, I I really don't know know how to get into this. So as I was saying in the opening, you guys, this is going to be some. Wild stuff. So I hope everybody's ready for this evening. So I, I I invited him to come tell you guys about something that I was educated about by my wife. And I am I hold very dear to my heart. You guys hear me give shout outs to talking about the bloodstained men and the positive things I think they're doing out there. And you, if you've been following me since early times, you see me even defending them and stuff when other people have out of line things to say, because there's there's something to this, and it, it touched me in such a way that I can honestly say that my son is not circumcised, because why would I do that knowing knowing this, knowing all of what I know now? Like I just think that that's, that is ludicrous from where I stand, and I know a lot of people are like, whoa, what? And yes, I think it needed to come from the kind of people I learned it from, and that would be the bloodstained men, so...
0: Harry, if you don't mind. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Harry Germond and I'm a spokesman for the Bloodstained Men and their friends. And we are a nonprofit human rights organization. Uh, and our purpose is to educate people uh, about the harm of infant circumcision and hopefully drive it into extinction in America. The rest of the world does not do this to their baby boys. It's for in, in hospitals. It's not done in Europe, South America, most of Asia, uh, most of Africa. It's uh, it's not you know it's it's just an anomaly that this continues in the U.S. Many places in the English-speaking world used to do it, and they've given it up. Australia stopped. New Zealand stopped. Canada has mostly stopped the UK stopped and the mainland of Europe never did it and uh, you know uh, China Russia they don't do this to their boys so uh it's an anomaly that that people somehow believe that half of the population is born needing corrective surgery that's that's just insane i mean that's that's madness that's a uh, That's a mass delusion that unfortunately is still ingrained in America. And our job is to try to dislodge that mass delusion and wake people up and say, your boy is fine the way he's born. There's nothing wrong with him. He doesn't need surgery when he's born. If he doesn't like his foreskin for some reason, which he he, that's not gonna happen, but if it ever did, he could choose that for himself when he's old enough to make such a decision. You don't have to force it on him when he can't fight back. It's absolutely uh monstrous to you know, force I've, on somebody something they wouldn't choose for themselves.
2: Absolutely. You know, I've I've in times that I've touched about this, I've pointed out like the psychological aspects of it and people are like oh they're a baby they don't remember it and i'm just like do you not understand how trauma works like of course they don't remember it you know what i'm saying like even you know i this is kind of this is going to be a little bit of a horror story for myself but i was seven years old when my parents finally decided to do it my mom was pro well, my mom was pro like don't worry about it and my dad was like no and i got a hernia and they, while they were doing the hernia, they said that they needed to do that before I got an infection and they let them do it. And I remember at that, you know, seven years old standing in the hallway when they were trying to change my bandage, yelling at my parents about how much I hated them. And like, people are like, what? And I was just like, yeah, dude, can you imagine having a, it, like, you have very vivid memories of seven years old. I promise you. Like, it, I'm
0: sorry that happened to you. That's horrible. It, it shouldn't just shouldn't happen to anyone. I, I, I really, agree. I, you know, it's 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 heartbreaking every time I hear one of these stories. It's like anybody who has a heart, anybody who feels, who has any compassion, has any empathy, thinks about attacking a baby boy's penis or a young boy's penis for no good reason when they don't need surgery. If you if you have a heart, your heart is breaking. This shouldn't happen, and the fact that it happens three thousand times a day in this country is absolutely disgusting, beyond belief. It's, it's one of the most horrific, when, in the future when this is all gone, people will say, How, what were they thinking? How could this have even happened in a country where people are fairly educated? How did they fall for this bullshit? But they did. And
1: Harry, I, ha- I have to ask, and I, I have a personal reason for wanting to ask too, knowing that this is so commonplace in our country um full disclosure um my mother refused circumcision i am uncircumcised uh she flat out refused and i Good for her not many people know that i have not discussed that openly with most people but i have to ask because it was always my impression that most of the developed world did this uh where did you come across? How did you find out that it was really only us, the u s in that context that was still doing this?
0: Yeah, statistics are published um and it shows that the the rate in the u s is is um, very high compared to the rest of the developed world
1: it it, it It's really an afterthought for me being being that I have been uncircumcised and I have flat out refused that it it's brought some negative connotation uh, in intimate relationships with me obviously so well, I, I kind of I, I keep this one close to the chest but also in the back of my mind because I try not to think about it too much now that I understand what it is that you guys do I I, I definitely appreciate what you guys stand for because
0: Oh thank you. I, yeah. I
1: happen to I I agree with this wholeheartedly. I did not know that it was uh I I, I did not realize the scope that there was a group that was actively against us. Uh, yeah, it yeah. is something that I personally happen to be against. I, I feel like it is child mutilation. Uh, but that was that was on my mind since you started talking about that was it, it's been my impression my entire life and i am going to be 35 years old this year that it is commonplace across the developed world and right. to hear that it's almost exclusive to the u.s is that's depressing i
2: um you know I've, I've had a lot of people that like to give the uh the argument of you know different different religions that's they're like oh this religion practices it and stuff and upon further investigation like i've learn some pretty weird disturbing facts myself you know because i I love to dig into things when i find stuff and like there is some other countries that do i guess that do practice it at a later date and age but it's apparently it's still a choice when they're still in that later date and age or whatever like it and and and, and they were and and people were like what and i was like yeah like you you don't understand like this isn't it's it's not normal to Cut up babies, like oh, it's not fucking normal at
0: all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Tristan. About uh, and we usually say intact instead of uncircumcised because it sounds when you say uncircumcised, this is part of the brainwashing of circumcision. Yeah, it sounds like you should be circumcised. Well, what's wrong? Because yeah, <laughs> we don't say people, you know, are you know, yeah, nobody's amputated a body part. You know, of course not. Why would you?
1: <laughs> yeah. I agree
0: hundred um, percent. But yeah, so for young young boys in the, in the Muslim world, they usually do it to young boys. And um, uh, there are a few stories uh, of, of Muslims who have rejected it, but uh, um, we don't get a lot of news about that. There's quite a bit more stories about Jews who have re- rejected it and, and kept their boys intact. And there's a whole movement. Uh, amongst Jews for that. And there's even a bloodstained man in Tel Aviv. Uh S- I can't Savroni. His name is um oh shoot, I can't think of his name right now, but he uh protests with the bloodstain and posters in in Hebrew uh, against circumcision in Tel Aviv and uh, it's so you, guys nice, are, you know
2: you guys are always down in the Atlanta area. Like I've I can honestly say I have seen you guys, from as low as the south side of Atlanta, down near like Covington or con- or Clayton County and such, all the way up to uh, like in downtown Atlanta. When I'm, you know, I I'm a con goer. I make costumes. It, there were some earlier episodes I was showing them off and stuff. And you get you guys are usually hanging around stuff like that too. When when I understand, you know, there's that's there's a lot of people there, and that's a good good way to spread your message and stuff. And, uh, I, once you learn about you guys, you know, you, I've always been the kind of guy that's like, yes, like, you know, right. I, I would like to walk over and speak with them and stuff like that, because it's, it's, it is, uh, I I'm, I'm sure you've felt it before and probably gotten flack and such from people that want to give you a hard time. Cause they don't understand it. Like that's, that's something I've learned in this speaking out kind of world is about anything, is that people don't like that too much. That, that begs a question
1: from me. Sorry, Jimmy. Um, I, I'm really curious if if you guys probably know more about this than I do because I've kind of admittedly buried my hand in the sand on the subject. Where the hell did this come
0: from? Well, nobody really knows for sure where it originated um, it uh, because... It, we know, or at least historians have said, that uh, when the when the Jews were uh, pre- or slaves in Egypt, uh, the Egyptians marked their slaves with circumcision, and somehow that carried over into Judaism. Some, some people say, I don't know what the truth is. It's so far in the past, I don't think anybody knows for sure where it started. Right. Um, it's just, there's a lot of speculation, but I don't think anybody can say for sure. It's, it's just, but once it got written in, into, first of all, in, in Genesis 15, they have the, uh, the covenant, but it involves doing an animal sacrifice and, and not circumcision. But then about a thousand years later, Genesis 17 was added to the, to the uh, Jewish holy book. And then they changed the story to now the genital mutilation is part of the covenant with God.
1: So it's kind of become an unofficial bylaw.
0: So, yeah. So But then again, amongst Jews, some people think, well, we absolutely have to do this. Other people say, well, there are lots of things that they say in the Bible that we don't do, so we're not going to do this because we want our boy to have the best life possible. So, you know, but it's there. It's there, and as long as it's there, some people are going to insist that this is an absolute requirement.
2: I mean,
0: do go on. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, So, and anyway, it it carried it. Somehow, the English-speaking world picked it up. um, uh, Apparently, Queen Victoria... uh, No. I'm sorry. Somehow, which I don't know how, but the English-speaking world adopted circumcision. And it became sort of a mark of the upper class. And so, of course, once the upper class does something, everyone else imitates it. So then it became... Widespread throughout the English-speaking world, and then they one by one just abandoned it. In about 1949, there was a paper, uh, I think it was called "The Fate of the Foreskin," uh, where uh, a, a medical uh, researcher said that about 17 boys a year were dying from circumcision in the UK, and there's no benefit, and we should stop it. And this was right after World War II, and they're recovering. They had, you know, they were economically in really bad shape because of the war and so here's this unnecessary expense when money was really short and it's killing jew or killing um, english boys why are we killing english boys for no good reason uh let's stop it so they stopped and then uh later on new zealand stopped they just said okay this is no longer our our policy was to circumcise now our policy is not, not to circumcise and it's over uh australia said we're not going to circumcise in uh, public hospitals anymore so that pretty much ended it although you you can still get circumcision in a private hospital and in canada uh, apparently in the uh, maritime provinces they never did it Uh, but in some in the midwestern provinces they still have a problem with circumcision being fairly common in uh, uh, british columbia they took it out of the health plan about. 50 years ago. And once the state stopped paying for it, the number of circumcisions went down dramatically. And in America, uh, Medicaid, Medicaid money is used in many states for circumcision illegally, because you're only supposed to use Medicaid for necessary procedures. And circumcision is unnecessary. So it's being done illegally. Nobody's been prosecuted for this. But uh, I think around 17 states have uh, said, okay, we're not going to use Medicaid money for this anymore. And when that happens, about one-third of, one, one of the kids are born with Medicaid uh, funding. And so about, one, about 30% of them, the circumcision stop when that happens.
1: It, it, it's almost ironic hearing some of the things that I grew up hearing about circumcision too as a practice that in 1949, if boys were dying from the circumcision operation being conducted, that those of us who have our foreskin are somehow, and I assume this to be a flat-out myth at this point, that we're somehow more at risk for for, for disease.
0: They <laughs> keep... Like, yeah, they keep selling this idea that <laughs> it it's sounds, going It sounds
1: like, It sounds like weapons great or shit at this point. <laughs> it is.
0: It absolutely is. I mean, once the money was rolling in, they, in America, it was started to prevent boys from masturbating, supposedly, which, of course, they're going to masturbate no matter what. But it, no. it was done by John Harvey Kellogg, who said that, uh, and this was the age of 19th century quackery. And they didn't understand the germ theory of disease. They didn't know what caused disease. They thought excitation caused disease, and they thought masturbation would cause, cause disease. They were just stumbling in the dark. They didn't know better. Right. And so Kellogg started this idea that if you uh, cause as much pain, if you find your boy masturbating, then you circumcise him and cause as much pain as possible to him so he won't masturbate anymore.
2: That, that was them seven-day Adventists for sure. That was, that was in that realm yeah. of things because those guys were twisted. Like, Heard about yeah. that
1: when I was <clears throat> looking into the history of David
2: Koresh. Yeah, yeah, that. Ooh, yeah. I looked into that. It, they always seem to try to either blame it on religion or something else. I,
1: Sorry, I, guys, if I sound spaced out, this and just, I may. i just. This is kind of just you know discussing this conversation openly is not something I expected in my twenty twenty three bingo cards. <laughs>
2: I always pull one out of the hat. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're not wrong. I, I just, you know, there's this is again, you know, this has always just had a spot for me. I guess I don't know. I, I yeah. it and it is. I know it is kind of uncomfortable. I guess for many people, but to to me, uh, I, to me, I'm to the point where it's like a to me. I guess it's like a general conversation. I'm sure Harry would feel close well, was- too, and. And it's just—I
1: don't think it's good. I though. think it, I, yeah, no, I agree. But I think it's fair to say that most men would not be comfortable discussing this openly.
2: Oh, in, I bet I...
1: in any forum because there's almost a social stigma ar- around it, ar- around being unna- around being natural, ar- around being unkempt, around being uncircumcised intact
0: I, yeah. yeah yeah you've got fact. your whole penis you're lucky to have your whole penis and that's yeah. and they've made you feel inferior for it which is criminal yeah it's just it just shows and and we've seen uh, so many clips on TV where they uh, make fun of foreskins they make fun of intact guys and it's it's absolutely criminal it shouldn't It should
1: it sh- it sh- just it's fucking be bullshit yeah,
0: yeah it needs to be called out every time we see it uh, because it's uh, I mean you don't body shame anybody I mean, we're right. not body shaming guys who are right. cut because you know it's unfortunate yeah. that it happened to them, but but we're not shaming them, you know. Right. Agreed. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, every everybody's always got themselves up in a tizzy because you're not using the proper pronouns or you're not, you know, referring to this, that, and the other properly. But like, this is
1: downright fucking child abuse.
2: Well, well, you're right. Okay, I, and I know I know Harry was yeah. probably going to get to this at some point. I guess. you you never know how these things are going to flow but like you know they used to do this to girls too like this used to be a thing that they did to females as well but it got labeled as mutilation so and right I don't see it and absolutely like I'm not I'm not by any means trying to be pro but I I am saying like you know like I don't see why there's a difference Like to me, I don't see the, you know, everybody, everybody talks about the, you know, the human beings and the being accepted and stuff like that. Then, then, and the first thing you see, kind of, like you said, you guys may mention like making fun of and such like that, or be given a hard time, but there's definitely, you know, in the meme world, there's definitely a lot of memes floating around where people are making fun of foreskin. And I'll be the first guy to hop in there and, and give them the intellectual conversation or start copy paste and the elephant in the room be like go check this out and then say that again like like just go you know it it, education is a big perspective on things like that that.
0: it's it's the only thing we have really is you know we we don't use force we don't use violence we just educate as as calm as kindly as we can i mean everything that we're talking about is human rights kindness respect for human beings it's, it's all <laughs> gentle I, and, uh, you know, we're, we're really proud of, uh, just being as kind as we can to people, you know, and, yeah. and, and
1: but it, it definitely opens that conversation to body autonomy though, doesn't it
0: right. a
2: picture of
1: that we're, and removing that right to to boys, not being able to consent to, to having their foreskin removed.
2: And boils down to men men's rights, you know, like that. That is something that I am also very advocating for, I guess, because you know we we get given a hard time, you know, like we we're at, to be real, fellas, as white males, we're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to respect in a lot of aspects because we're not rich and famous you know what i'm saying you know we're just we're just normal folks and we always seem to be on the chopping block and it's not just white males in this scenario but i'm just saying like for us in general like it it's usually us in the chopping block or us being accused of things for no reason and you know i mean i hate to even go down that road with this, but it, to me they're one and the same because men's rights and a lot of the things that we have to deal with when whether it be you know seeing your children or this or a lot of the everyday trials and tribulations that we go through that no one cares about and you know
0: yeah it, i i mean i we focus on all races i mean it's like yeah. It, yeah. It doesn't it's like black boys are dying from circumcision yes 100 okay? and it's we don't know how many boys die every year from circumcision in america
1: yeah, they I'm, do, I'm they, sure that statistic is not recorded.
0: They 100%. don't. They don't want people to know. But we see it on social media where a story comes up where someone, said, a mom says, "My my boy's sick," and 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 then and then he died. He passed away from circumcision. We know these stories come up, and people have tried to estimate the number, and they expect they estimate that it's between 100 and 200 a year a boys dying, but we don't know. Uh, and uh, but that base and it sort of correlates with the seventeen number that they got in England. You know, if you if you account for the difference in size of the populations, but we don't know for sure. Uh, but we do know from through social media that boys are dying every year and yes. and unnecessarily for unnecessary surgery. It's often paid for illegally, and uh, and it is sold fraudulently that- because. You don't need this surgery. It's not going to prevent any disease. It's not going to cure any disease. It's uh, it's not medicine. It's violence.
2: Right. Like that,
0: I, Go ahead, Kudeptin.
1: Sorry. That, that does beg a question, Harry. Um, it, I guess this is more of an, a rather a question of opinion rather than a question of, of, of fact or hard evidence. But what's your take on why other than peddling subsidies to the public, obviously through which obviously American healthcare is heavily reliant on. What's your take on why it has persisted in the U S and not the rest of the world.
0: Right. Um, There's a, a, a strong advocacy for continuing circumcision and the latest, uh, uh, evidence of that was the 2012 uh, American Academy of Pediatric Circumcision Report, where they fraudulently uh, said that, it had, uh, that the benefits outweigh the risks, even though they didn't know what the risks were. And they looked at, they were very selective at the data they looked at. They didn't look at the harms that were done, and they pretended that the foreskin has no function. This is the whole thing about medical circumcision. They pretend that there's zero function to the foreskin. It's just a piece of medical waste. It's just trash. And <laughs> and once you understand, I mean, you have a foreskin, you understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so here's here's the thing that happened with this task force that did, presented this um, fraudulent presentation from the American Academy of Pediatrics. None, uh, none of the men on that, a uh, task force had a foreskin. None of them knew what they were talking about.
1: Uh, I, and, I somehow felt like I knew where you're going with that.
0: And of it the women on the task me. force, none of them were married to a man with a foreskin.
1: Uh, so it's like
0: people who are blind to trying to decide whether or not babies should be blinded. You know, it's like, well, we don't, yeah. we don't see any value to eyes. I mean, they might get infected. Why don't we just gouge them out when they're born so long they won't get infected. Yeah. That <clears> sounds good to me. What good are eyes? And that's that's the that's what we're dealing with. this is uh and yeah. and they said, "Oh, and we want it to be funded by uh insurance. We want it to be funded. We want that gravy train to keep rolling." So you, it was utterly corrupt so your, there's a,
1: basically there's a cartel of money going on with with that, clearly.
2: Well, I was this gonna say, what are your corrupt. feelings on it? You know, like I've seen where they use it for things. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a public market for the yes for foreskin.
0: Like yes, it, it's sold. It's sold, and parents don't realize that they're when they sign the consent form, <clears throat> they're signing of giving the hospital permission to cut off part of their baby and sell it. And and do parents realize that they do, they don't? I don't think I they, they do don't. anyway.
1: That's fucking
2: gross.
0: It is disgusting. And then they're used for things like face cream for rich old women, very expensive face cream. I mean,
2: yeah, we of, talked about that whole scene before in the past where yeah,
0: uh, how it could it was anything, popular online? How could anything be more corrupt than robbing a baby of his essential body part so that to benefit rich old? women i mean how much more could it be more corrupt than that i can't even imagine wow. anything more corrupt than that that's just disgusting it may, And, and it, it's still going on
2: and it and it really it really does make you wonder like what like like why like of all the things in the world when you get into it you know I, and again i may mention earlier like Like I said, I've always looked at it as like a mind control aspect, you know, and I, I, and I hate to, I hate to always be the guy that goes into left field with it a little bit, but like, since I understand that in the stages of mind control, like, you know, trauma is literally stage one of gaining the ability to put someone under mind control. If you have basically every man born in this country that gets it done because, the doctor lies to you, the, the people shame you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they, they end up doing it. And like, that's a level of trauma. That's just, you know, I I think it's unheard of. And people wonder why they, they have so many, so much trouble breaking the, the chains of like the everyday life. And I, I hate to be this guy, but this, this kind of resorts into a lot of it. Like if you really think about it, like we're, we're, almost castrated like at birth and put I think into you're onto the,
0: something there I mean, I I think really I'm do. Onto something man. yeah like yeah. there's yeah you that, know I'm always that trauma has a lifelong effect and if you have yes. a whole population that's traumatized I think they are easier to control it's it's like there's a I think there is a motivation there
2: it, it that's 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 in like mind control 101 you know like I've I've we've we've discussed things like different operatives and things that have been running through the shadows for some time you know and i do tend to tie this back to that too because it is i do find it weird that this population this specific population of people is the normal practicers of it and it's just like wait like we're
0: right
2: you know it doesn't i there's a group of people i did a big five hours worth of episode on with a fellow that's been doing a lot of research for a long time that were known as the Frankist. and they traveled here with the Baptist community in the 1800s, and they brought that along with them. Actually, that was something that they practiced on a regular basis because of they were they were secret Abrahamic religious, but they were mystics, and they were practicing things that they were practicing things that were against. Uh, they if they practiced things that were against their religion that was righteous and so they were continuing to do this inwardly while pretending to be something else on the outside right and the funny thing about them in history is they found themselves into power throughout throughout history in weird ways and as far-fetched as this may sound like i feel this is something that may have even came from them because i'm always I've, I've been on this kick for a long time. The Frankists are still secretly pulling the strings. They just—that's not what they're known as anymore because their names changed throughout history. If you follow the line, and I've yeah,
0: what we, are we've, they we've, called now? The
2: well, after they were done being the Frankist, they were totally the guy. They had a hand in the French Revolution with the Jesuits, and from there. It runs dry and a lot of people just kind of refer to him as like the Illuminati or whatever. I mean, I know I, I don't I'd like to not refer to him as that because that's one of those trigger words, I think, like conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theorist or like right. anarchist and stuff like that, that people are like, Well, that's a bad thing because they're brainwashed, kind of like that that thing you were saying earlier about saying intact instead, because the other using the other word is part of that. And because words are spells and spells are scary and you can. Yeah. Language think, is important. It really make, is. You and, can and, make and, people yeah. think a certain way. And I I feel that these same people that everybody knows is that big, scary group that's running the world from the shadows totally have something to do with this. And I know that's out there, but yeah. maybe uh, I've seen weirder things in the past three years. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think that for for us, our point is just to point out the craziness that this still goes on. It is. And it is. we, uh, in terms of larger motivations, I, I don't think we can tackle that. We just, sure. we just have to stick with uh, confronting people with, well, do you want to <laughs> harm your baby? Do you want him to be born with a wound? Do you want him to be yes. lacking part of yes. his penis? Is that really what you want? And uh, that works. The people say, "Well, well, no, that doesn't sound right to me." And so we—that's that's our a- avenue of, of reaching people.
2: Absolutely no, and, and and I and I really I like the way you, you go about it. You know, you guys and you even yourself—you are just so. Kind like I can just sit here and speaking with you and you are just so kind. Like, in fact, I'm worried that I'm scaring you because I think you're no. too kind for me. And <laughs> you know, about me, about
0: I can take it. I, I think a, a lot of abuse out there.
2: I try to be a nice guy. And as I was telling you before we even got started, though, I, I fumble a lot. Like I'm yeah. my, I'm scatterbrained there. Yeah. That's just kind of me, but that's just cause I've been at this for really like this in general, like the idea uh, that because i i take your idea and kind of apply it to everyday life like there's so many things that are unnecessary that we do or that we are told that we have to do and and i i want to spark that that whatever it is in your brain to make you not you know to i guess be against that system and question yeah us. And stuff like well that. it
0: takes a huge amount of arrogance to say that all that evolution has done for all for billions of years doesn't count doesn't matter my ideas should supersede that because I think the foreskin should go right. well how does anybody get to be that arrogant it's like be be realistic that evolution is smarter than you are I mean you can't even make one cell let alone a, a you know right a, no anything you'
2: you're absolutely correct and i you know i'm i'm for i've always been a i guess naturalist you could call it you know i'm for uh i'm for letting nature take its course like i i'm the guy that's going to tell you don't don't cut up your leaves in your yard you're destroying natural pollinators of of this country
0: it seems like the more we learn about natural processes it's like the, the less we need to interfere the less we I mean, there, to, there, yes. there, are times. The more, the we more
1: we that society think. develops, the more people will understand that Theodore Kaczynski wasn't wrong. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I used to work at a biotech company, and and uh, I worked with somebody who's, uh, her bo- her former boss, his hand had been blown off by one of Ted Kaczynski's bombs. Oh wow! And she was very sensitive to uh, the problem of what he was doing. And I, I I sat down with her and said, you know, let's just read the manifesto and see what he's what he's up to. And and I I, I, I cheated. I didn't bother to read it because once I looked at it, I thought, oh, I can't get through this. But she read the whole thing and she she came back the next day and she said, you know what, he's right. It's this all this air travel is gonna cause a pandemic, because which is one of Kaczynski's point, which of course has happened. But uh, you know that, that doesn't mean it's okay to be a homicidal maniac. Correct. I mean, Correct. what he was doing was wrong, but he had some good ideas. But uh, you know, yeah. we're not we're not going to get behind <laughs> Ted Kaczynski anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, uh, he was the other thing that was funny about that is at that time the FBI was looking. They had their their model for who the Unabomber was, was a a, a, a undergraduate dropout. From a major university, this is what they had. She read, she read the thing, and he said, she said right away. She said, "Oh, that's somebody who was denied tenure. That's that's clearly somebody of that caliber got almost to the finish line and was denied tenure." Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. She read the manifesto, figured out that the FBI's model that they had sixty agents working on this, and their model was wrong. And she just figured out. And we just thought, well, we didn't alert the FBI. We just thought, well. You know they must know this. You know who are we? We couldn't have figured this out, but she did. She was she was brilliant. And uh, so uh, he did. He you know he predicted a major pandemic, and uh, and that's what happened. And and it's because before air travel, you just couldn't spread a, a pathogen around the world very efficiently. It would get started someplace, and it might die out there, but it wouldn't spread everywhere in a matter of a day or two. But now that's the world we live in. And so we have, you know, that's, that's where we are.
1: Human and- condition is, uh, it, it feels like human condition is easy to prey on. And I feel like for, for what you and, and your people do, Harry, I, I feel like that's got a, got a lot to do with that. It, it's easy to manipulate people. Sadly. I feel like that's true in a lot of ways. and yeah.
0: People are so vulnerable.
1: Yeah.
0: And the other thing is that psychology has advanced a lot. And now people really understand how to manipulate people much better than they used to. And I think that's one reason why uh, the politics in this country has gone so crazy is that people know how to trigger tribalism. They know how to get people riled up. And it's all psychology, and they, they just know uh, the vulnerabilities that can be exploited. And so then we're always at loggerheads. And what we really need to do is yeah. say, okay, we all have a great big common interest here, and let's work together because you know we're all human, and uh, we may have different ideas about things, but most things we probably agree about. We mostly want to live happy, healthy lives, and right. You know, that's-, that's not... That's That's actually I, I
1: use this as a closing statement two days ago, actually that the state thrives on chaos.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The state can't, can't function without it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it requires that.
0: Well, honestly. it's some actors are, are, are exploiting uh, our vulnerabilities. And I, I just think that every time we can refuse to be exploited, we should.
2: I would, I, i guess myself like i would like to get into like and i'm not sure if you guys even know or whatever because you you know you seem to have a lot of like dead ends too and i understand that i've found kind of the same dead ends in a lot of cases but uh, like i've always wondered like what like what kind of like what led to it itself you know like that the choice of doing that like in these it you know in these religions and stuff like that and the mind control aspects like i was saying earlier you know and
1: i was thinking about that when i stepped away and
2: what and what and what benefit other than the like you know they have their ones that they paint are the benefits that are clearly lies like a lot of their statistics and a lot of things that they show you know that they're that you know there's there's clearly what what is it uh like 62 percent of statistics are made up is is the little funny (laughs) line to it or whatever you know
0: and this is your point five I think it is yeah yeah, yeah. and
2: (laughs) and because of that and because someone is making so much money off of this like like what what is truly fueling it like there's I if Bandit was here I know he would be saying there's always someone at the top there's always a boss Like there's always somebody that's like, yes, this is the right thing to do, or whatever, and it's just like,
1: it. There there definitely is. And 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 to me,
2: in my brain, I'm just like, whoa! Like who 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 is the trickle down of this? Because that so many people are, so many people have been brainwashed into believing.
1: Yeah, and this yes. as a human condition. So I'm just gonna wind up. I'm just gonna fall on the sword here and just basically drop myself right on to the sword uh, through the stomach.
0: Don't get and, hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I have participated in hookup culture uh-huh. to an uncomfortable degree. Unfortunately, I'm sad to say I don't anymore. Uh, I'm happily married, but it, it is something that I can't take away from from my past experience. With that in mind, it it's something that I've thought a lot about in those attempts at hookup culture. Is uh, I've been judged for being uncircumcised for being intact. As it were, right? right, right. And it, it, it gives pause for thought there, right? That this bleeds into every aspect of society, that you will be judged. You don't know what a potential partner is going to make of you being intact, having your foreskin, based on this. And more so in America, where hookup culture is definitely the worst of the entire world. I don't think anyone will ever refute that, that we probably lead the way in 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 that garbage consumerism. That it it, it just gives me... Uh, it, it almost makes me wonder uh, how far back does this go as far as the U.S. is concerned, in particular, considering we're still the epicenter of you know, of circumcision, right? Right. That we are still dealing with this at a high level, and yet it bleeds into every factor of society that, right. uh, no, it, it shouldn't be considered normal to be intact, and in fact, that it it, it kind of bleeds into uh, the societal norms of, of so much as dating. And it... It it's depressing, and it definitely has a lot to do with I think with men who are who are intact. I think I think it has a lot to do with their own insecurity.
0: Yeah, and, it's and uh, I mean once way. once they get the message that actually they're the lucky ones that they won the lottery, they have their entire penis. They have the mobile um, retractable aspect of the foreskin. They have all of the sensory nerve endings that cut men are missing. And so, one thing that uh, explains the loss of sensitivity to many cut men is that you, you ask them what's the most sensitive part of your penis, and they say, "Well, it's right around the for- the circumcision scar." Well, if your foreskin had been allowed to develop naturally, you would have had that 15 square inches of that kind of sensitivity. So yep. you were, you, you was robbed, dude, and yep. uh, that hurts. But the the reality is, sometimes you just have to face a uh, painful reality rather than uh, live in denial. So uh, it is, uh, you know, it just hurts. It hurts if somebody abused me. Somebody, uh, I, you know, the people that were supposed to protect me didn't. It just hurts. It's one of those things that you just have to say, okay, this is. There's nothing I can do about it. It just it just something that hurts.
1: Do we have any hard figures on what percentage of men in this country actually are fortunate enough to have their foreskin?
0: Um, gee, that I. I the think only reason I had that I, number I, at I one think, point, I think it's something like, I, I'm, am yeah, I think it's something like thirty percent, but or forty percent. I, I really don't remember because the the older you go, uh, there was less circumcision of the of the really older men. Right, and and and
1: and I know that number would probably change over time. Right, but obviously, considering that it's basically being peddled and shoved in people's faces, right, that number changes over time. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So I I think we we uh, we would really like to get good uh, statistics about how many boys are cut in the hospital. How many boys are cut?
1: I uh, would love to say that number. Yeah, and I would love to see that number.
0: What we do know is that almost no intact man chooses to be cut. Very few men want to lose their foreskin. Yeah. So no, I mean, I mean
2: as you... as someone who did unfortunately, you know, suffer su- suffer from it, I still don't like anything sharp near that anyway, so I definitely don't see why I would want to cut something off of it like that. To, to me it seems like insanity and especially knowing that you know it you actually you know now knowing and such that you actually lose many functions like it I, it the the number actually is quite up there actually to me which is shocking like I I was, right. I, I was actually kind of hoping we get around to this because I mean I know it is kind of a bit much but you're welcome to dabble on some of it if you yeah think. I
0: have actually a, a little uh, card here. Okay. Uh, so it's like,
1: Jimmy. Thank you for asking me to be on this episode, man. This what is might lost? be the closest one to the chest I've ever been on. Jesus.
0: So the, the the foreskin is the primary erogenous zone of the male body, so so that is lost when they when they, and the interesting thing is uh, when they try to sell uh, circumcision. They, they say, well, the sensitivity hasn't changed, and they don't even test the sensitivity of the foreskin. They just pretend that it didn't exist and didn't matter. So then th- the gliding action, which is the the, for- the the foreskin rolling back and forth over the head of the penis during sex and within the, the vaginal chamber, uh, that action stimulates the uh, I mean, I'm told. I don't know. I've I've never been able to experience this because I was robbed. But that's what uh, experts tell us that that is uh, uh, stimulates the all because the, the the nerve end the the sense the pleasure sensing nerve endings are on both sides of the foreskin. So all of that agitation during sex is stimulating all those nerve endings, and if they're gone, they're gone. They can't report pleasure to you and then there's the fine touch micro-receptors called meissner corpuscles the single most important sensory component of the penis of the intact penis so i i, I do corpuscles. i do
2: apologize interrupt I, i'm a man of numbers and facts that's just how i am so i had to look that up really quick when you were saying about the nerve endings there the apparently there's no true official number but they run around claiming between 10,000 to 20,000 is yes that's, and, and that and that's what they claim. so like to be real with you knowing how much they're already lying about this situation, it could be very much more
0: yeah that what we use we've heard numbers all over the place and I, I just say thousands because uh, I talked to an an anatomist who said his estimate was seven to twelve thousand and um you know I I hate to pick give bad numbers so i I just say thousands. We know i mean a thousand nerve endings is a lot it's like that's it's like losing all of the sensitivity of the tips of your fingers so if, if somebody were to slice off all the tips of your fingers that's an equivalent loss of sensitivity well that's a big deal that would be a big deal if you did that to a baby that would be this, a grotesque <clears throat> child abuse
2: that was i mean that that is actually from um the what what i have what what i was bringing up because I, I i do Try not to share. No, I think you got uh, yeah. That, too that, much that's garbage. The, this is um. This is from circumcision information out of Australia.
0: Yes. Yeah, which... yeah. No, it's probably right. It's just uh. I, I, yeah, I I think go with that number. It's it's just I've been super conservative because we get hit all the time that we're that we're overstating things. So I, I just. Try to pick. I, 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 I like, like I
2: to throw out information when we're doing things out here. You know, yeah. If you have checked out yeah, a few yeah. other episodes. You know, I, no. I'm, I think
0: you're probably right. I just, I, you know, being really um, conservative, I just say thousands and. There's
2: and, uh, and you know, there's this. I am going to share this link along with all your links tonight too, of course, um, because there is some good stuff in this one. I've actually been kind of thumbing through this one a little bit on the side, and yeah. And there's a lot of good points out of this, and this is from, as I joke around about here, the upside down where my buddy Terry's from. That when he comes up here and talks to us from Australia, he's always got some good information for us. And and I, I, I bet he, I bet he'd probably be on board in this conversation too. It's a shame he couldn't join us because I know he's, he'd probably feel the same way about a lot of these kind of things. Being from Australia, having firsthand experience, you know. How,
0: How old is he?
2: about my age in his late yeah. thirties
0: oh yeah so he's almost certainly intact
2: yeah. And, yeah and it's it you know it's it it's a thing like you said that has been undone in so many places and people people are, are always asking for statistics and stuff and that is something i can say when you go over to your website your guys's website is slam full of information videos medical this that and the other and and it's it's a shame that you get so i guess frowned upon trying to give factual information and such like i i truly understand the the forefront of the situation there like that that in itself is a is a task on its own and i, I got to say i admire it you know like i i
1: yeah if i have a son yeah he is not being circumcised, he will be intact.
0: Yeah, lucky. I mean, he's yeah. so lucky that some that every time a dad realizes that, the boy is almost certainly protected because uh, the moms usually yeah. don't don't force it.
1: And I am eternally grateful, despite the fact that I had a lot of issues with my mother growing up. That that was the one good thing she did by me yeah. is that I yeah. still have my foreskin. So.
0: That's and, one thing and I we,
1: know that we never reconcile, but thank you, mom.
0: yeah, give her credit for that yeah that's one thing we tell to expectant parents that uh, he will never thank you for cutting him he will thank you for not cutting him yep. but you'll never get a thank you because you cut him so is that really what you want Do you want him to resent you you know uh no. you know you it's it's in your hands, but uh, make a good decision here.
1: Yep. Thank you, Harry. This is uh, this has been enlightening. Yeah. And I definitely appreciate it.
2: Oh, thanks. Tristan, I got to ask you know, is there any other like big questions or anything you had?
1: No, I don't think so. That Hmm. was not a conversation I expected to walk into tonight, but I'm glad that I was here for it. (laughs)
2: this is the wild card game we play i it, it, every, everybody that's here that enjoys our episodes of the show and stuff just know that half the time i'm the one that's ready to go and i just send the emails out last minute saying who's coming and because there is so many of us in and out of here you never know never know who's going to pop in it it makes for good conversation though i think yes uh, i don't,
0: yes, you I don't know.
2: know you know harry i don't i don't want to take away from anything from you and so they're I would like for any points or anything else that you'd really like to make tonight, please continue and go ahead and make those points, finish educating us a little bit if you'd like.
0: Well, uh, human rights are something that uh, should be cherished. And when, uh, after World War II, uh, people got together and, and wrote the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. They had seen the Holocaust, they had seen the horrors, They knew that something had to change and they wanted to come up with some basic standard of human rights that we could refer to so to protect, to prevent things like that from ever happening again. And so uh, in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, the the third article is that everyone has a right to life, liberty, and security of person and security of person means you your body belongs to you it doesn't belong to anyone else nobody has a right to cut off part of your body and uh, almost you know all the civilized nations have signed on to this this is what they agree to the united states believes that it's the champion of human rights but here at home we have this monstrous human rights violation on, in progress and it's been really hard surprisingly difficult to get people to stop
1: imagine being the vanguard of freedom only to be an absolute hypocrite in the face of uh a basic human right it's
0: it's tragic it's tragic and it's exactly it's like how why don't they listen to themselves their own recommendations follow your own recommendations america yes human rights are a good thing start start insisting on human rights in america that's a good good first step yeah. and uh, but you know it's it's good that they think that they are champions of human rights they just that you know now they have to follow through and do it actually do it here and our emphasis is on human rights it's just it's such a basic thing it's not it, it was done Human rights were are a long-time project. It's They're not finished. People are still trying to... I mean, clearly here, we're still trying to implement human rights. But uh, it, it's one of the most noble things that we've done as human beings. And
1: Harry, I do have one other question for you. Ba- and and I, I guess this is more opinion than it is uh, factual, but based on your experience and obviously your time researching the subject, and you've got a lot of time in this clearly. Do you have any idea where this possibly could have been fomented from the perspective of of us as the United States uh, from 1949 onward. Obviously, that while the rest of the while the rest of the world has rejected this, why are we still doing it? Other than money, I mean, I can't find a good reason. It it just it it gives me a headache trying to process this.
0: Right. Well, there are people who believe that it's uh, part of their identity and that they want to protect their identity and they're going to do everything they can to make sure that circumcision keeps going. And a lot of people never uh, sort of get past their childhood indoctrination and never really think about things. And they just, they just go through life blindly and they just, whenever they were told, they just think it's the way it should be. And until you look, Uh, look at what you've been told and say, well, you know, I don't agree with that. Uh, you can't be free of it. You can't really be free of it. And in the end, life belongs to the living. You don't, the, the people who lived thousands of years ago and set up rules, it's not their call. They're dead. Life belongs to us. We're the living. So Amen. it just let them, let them go and let them rot away because life is ours, not theirs.
2: amen well you know and there, there's always there is really that you know whole natural aspect of it you know i'm again people that listen regularly and stuff they know i'm big into the natural world you know my my wife's big into doing natural medicines and stuff like that as it is and farming type stuff and trying to stay close tied back to earth because we're just another part of earth and you know they they've sold us so much on prescription drugs that don't help us and food that's garbage and you know i guess a lot of people are always like well how how are people so brainwashed so all the time and i'm trauma is always something i've kind of pointed at and i really really think that that this that this specific trauma first thing in life has a big yeah a big foundation of the mind control that goes on in a lot of aspects of this, of, of where it happens here. And even in the other places that it, that it does happen. Like if, you know, like these people are willing to bend over backwards and do what they need to do for, you know, what they think is right or what they're told is right. And in the end, they're, they're really bringing more harm than they're doing anything like, and and I, I guess the reason this is always held so close to my heart is because like, this is like a stepping stone. Like this is a big stepping stone. And I think that if more people were naturally able to be intact and enjoy life as a complete human being, like maybe more people would start being more accepting of each other on a lot of aspects. Like what's the point in paying, tons of money to have big fake plastic boobs put in or plastic injected into your face or you know like I've I've never understood the point of all that and I think this goes along the same route like you're perfect as you are like you were you know sure does stuff cosmetic surgery in the aspect of like you lost an arm or a leg yes or you had your face ripped in half from trying to save a dog you know your cat yes but like just because you think you're looking old because you're 70 and you know you're actually old right. like what's the point or, you know what i mean yeah. this is it's the or same just because thing because
0: you want your boy to look like you i mean yeah yes i i think it, i think it was andy cohen who said that he he circumcised his boy to make him because he'll have a beautiful penis just like me and i thought oh god how could you be so stupid Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, but he said it in, you know, believing what he was saying. He believed, he wasn't, didn't, I mean, I honestly don't think he was lying. He was saying what he that's believed. That's a
1: weird did. way to put it, but yeah.
0: I understand. Yeah. yeah. <clears> and, you know, uh, one study in, I think, Canada said, found that uh, the best predictive predictor of when a circumcision will happen to a baby boy is when the father is cut. So it's the it's it's the father who wants the boy to look like me. I want my boy to look and like it, me. It, interesting. I interesting.
1: appreciate you saying that because I am. Uh, so my father is Cuban, and he is also uncircumcised. Intact. And yep, yeah, intact. I'm gonna uh, have to remember that. Gonna I, I'm right. trying He's my, gonna get it right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm trying my best. Uh, yeah, my my biological father, yep. He is also intact. And maybe that's where that came from. Yeah. And he is not of the US. He was not born into this bullshit that we have to deal with here in the U S so that that gives a lot of perspective. So again, thank you, Harry. I, I really appreciate this.
0: It's been really good talking to you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, this has been a hell of a conversation for me, Jimmy. I'm glad I was able to join.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You know, and, and, you know, there's, There's so many different ways that this is, this is an important thing to, you know, to me, and I think to future generations and such like that, you know, if you really got the choice, like, I think you should choose not to, like that, that, you know, if you, if it's laid out in front of you, there happens to be a big baby boom going on, you know, I've I've had a kid in the past year and other people, stuff like that too, and it's just like, you know,
0: don't yeah, you absolutely should t- choose not to because it's his body. To, yeah. It's yeah. his body. It's not your body. He's not They're, your property. He's not right. a little slave. Yes. You don't own him. That's right. He's your son. He's not your property. If he wants to cut himself, that's his business. But it's not. I mean, we understand that for tattoos. We don't. We don't let parents tattoo their their children. It's right. like okay, you don't do unnecessary body, body modifications to kids.
1: Yeah, and you then can, parents are quick to judge people that get tattoos, right?
0: Yeah. If they're grown up and they want them, that's their business.
1: Right. They, they judge tattoos and yet, okay, here you go. Uh, you were circumcised. You're unintact.
0: Right.
1: Talk about hypocrisy.
2: Right. Well, um, and, and, you know, if the, the the idea of free choice and free will like this, you know, this, this goes right along with that, you know, it is their body, their choice. And I also think, you know, there's other things going on in the world right now as well that are very much circulated around kids and people making terrible life altering decisions on a child when they're still just a child before they've even had time to think about this. And I truly think that the people that are standing against child mutilation on all sides right now should really come together. And this needs to be included in that aspect, you know, and from my perspective, it is, you know, I think this is part of that same fight. You know, you, we, we don't need to put our children through the same things that we were put through, especially now that we know better. Mm -hmm. And the more, the more we can educate on it. And the more people that do know about it, it, the better it looks, you know, for, for every one of us that has a son that we don't, that we leave intact, hopefully they're going to leave their sons intact. And it just spreads like wildfire. Like that's a, I know it's slow, but it's still a process at the same time. Like it really is. And to me, that makes sense as chipping away, chipping away at it. You know, we, we say on a lot of episodes that we're always just after that one person. Like, this episode's meant for that one person that needed to hear it. That that's,
0: would... yeah, that's kind of the way I think it's like social media is based on, you know, oh, get millions of likes and millions of shares. No. Well, no, if you reach the right person or the matter. right 10 people, yeah. you've accomplished something. So it's yeah. like, okay, we're, we're, you know, that's, that's good. That's, that's, that's a job. That's, a, a, jo- that's a, a day well spent, a job well done.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I've never been, i've never been about this for getting the attention you know sure i was super beside myself for the previous guest i had the other night but uh, to be real with you i was just as excited to have you come on this evening because i am excited to learn from people that are intelligent at what they know and on top of it you've been just the nice i think you have been the nicest guest i've ever had and i am just like i i've just I I feel there was earlier in the show I was just like man I hope I don't scare this fellow off cuz I'm not I'm not I, I come off weird sometimes and I'm not trying to yeah. be like I truly love each and every person out there and that is why I think this is an important message to share and spread and you know is as as much fun as we have had here tonight I'm always down for more because I know there's more to learn and I would love for any time in the future to absolutely have you guys back because I really think that what you guys are doing is great and there's still so much to learn because we barely scratched the surface on our chit test night but I think there was also some great points made.
0: Yeah, well, anytime you 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 got a, a, a vacancy, or you can call me up and see if I'm available. I, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to be back here. Awesome. I, awesome. I really enjoy no, we... talking to you guys.
2: I'm I'm glad you did, you know, and, 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 you know, you guys out there, I'm going to have all kinds of great links that I'm going to get gathered up from Harry here to share with this episode for you guys to do your own research. I know we didn't do too much screen sharing this evening, the even the few that I did share will totally throw out there, but I want to make sure you guys have as much information as you can to educate yourself, because <laughs> I know this isn't something that you want to talk too much about out loud, but I like to be that, little thing in your ear that's going, Hey, this is important. Check this out. And hopefully you guys will take the time to educate yourself on this situation. And Harry, where can, where can they find, like, I guess, get back to you as far as like you, your work with the bloodstained men.
0: Yeah. So bloodstainman.com uh all one word uh, bloodstained is our website. It's recently been redone. We're just about to start a tour of Florida, which will be uh, this month and into February. Nice. And so, if you are in Florida, we're gonna go all the way down to Key West. We're gonna go uh, all over the major cities of Florida plus many of the minor cities we We hit up small towns as well as big cities
2: you you guys are um I, I made mention earlier, you guys are always in mine and Neptune's neck of the woods. We're both in Georgia, and we see the bloodstained yeah. men frequently like that's... yeah,
0: we we, uh, yeah. We're yeah, we
1: Harry, if wind yeah. up in Savannah Come say hello, man.
0: okay, we'll do. We'll
1: do. Yeah.
2: Yeah yeah and, and I'm I'm in the I'm in the middle of nowhere of the state like we're we're lost out there where I am so but but do go on if there, you know you said the tour in Florida is there anything else you guys got going on we can look forward to
0: Uh that's going to be it for what's scheduled right now usually we do three major tours every year and sometimes a few minor things uh, and we also usually do a Super Bowl uh, if if we uh, we we do uh, we, we we're at the Super Bowl in Atlanta where you might have seen us oh uh, sure we do we do the super bowl uh every year and uh, those are pretty good because it's a big crowd and they're uh they're rowdy and uh, engaged and so it's kind of fun um but uh, yeah i hope we, i hope we do the super bowl again this year but uh what i know for sure is we're going to do a major tour of florida coming right up uh in this month i, I should look
2: well awesome and we'll, we'll have to we'll actually have to touch base back with you after you go to florida and see how things went down there man because I, I you know this is I, again this is something really great And i'm gonna make sure that we can have these links over on our website and with this episode everywhere so folks can folks can learn something and hopefully hopefully we were we were shy enough on a lot of the subject to maybe keep folks around and actually listen to this stuff i know i know it's kind of shocking everyone out there but Think about it, man. Like you guys, you guys like to listen to the other things that I tell you to think about. So I, I implore you to take a, take a chance and think about this because we can totally be saving babies as the bumper sticker on the back of my car says, slice pizzas, not babies. Cause like, it's way cooler and way tastier to eat pizza from where I'm standing anyway. <laughs> And you guys know you'll be able to find all of that over there at Unconstitutionalawakening.com. That's where we hang out at on a regular basis. When you want to find us over there on social media, there's links for us everywhere. But the quick way to find us is type in Captain Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirates or defeat the media on Facebook. We'll pop right up. We're we're always out there trying to spread a good message of unity to everybody because that's just kind of how we roll. We we all need to come together. For tomorrow, man. We we want the world to keep turning. We all have to do something better than what we're doing now, because it's not in the route that it needs to be. Neptune, do you got any closing thoughts for me, buddy?
1: Nah, man. I'm good to go. I appreciate it. Thank you, Harry.
2: Thank well, you, Jimmy. Well, you guys, you know that, um, as promised in the opening of the segment, our most recent thing, instead of me telling you a joke at the end of the night, is I'm giving you a riddle because I would love to give away these awesome Unconstitutional Awakening the Podcast stickers. So, Everybody ready for tonight's riddle? You guys make sure that you go to unconstitutionalawakening.com to the podcast and more section and click on this episode of the show and you can answer the question right there and I'll get right back to you as soon as it goes. So you'll need this mode of transport to be able to leave port. Then you can float upon the water that will take you to the treasure to be caught. What is this mode of transportation? All right, guys, we're going to weigh anchor. So you have a fantastic evening. Bye now.